the psychology uncle clarification is really clear. It's linked to self-esteem, it's linked to motivation, and we often talk about that it creates a roadmap so that people can see where they're going, how they're going to get there, and can get excited about the outcome at the end, or even the process therefore. And so one of the really important things though is to help people really break down and identify what those goals are. And that also allows you as the coach to reinforce them as they're going through that and help them celebrate their progress as well versus kind of having an all or nothing type of thing. Hi, I'm Scott Schutte. And I'm Dr. Janine Steister. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach with the Jock and the Doc. We are here to disrupt some of the current thinking around how the fitness industry approaches clients. Our goal is to educate and inspire fitness professionals to get the results, income, hours, and career that they want and deserve. Our combined experience in education in psychology and fitness create a new insight on ways to become the ultimate coach. Hello and welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I'm the Doc and this is the Doc and today we're going to go over goal clarification. In the, the last episode we talked about redefining the personal trainer, providing more, giving more, you know, working with the client not just inside the gym but also outside the gym. And so the first step of that, and what's very important when you're trying to help the clients reach their goals, is clarifying what that goal is for them. So Janine, why is it, why is it so important to define that goal for them? Well, in goal clarification is so much a part of everything we do, education, business, our day-to-day, even how we run our households. And the psychology on goal clarification is really clear. It's linked to self-esteem, it's linked to motivation. And we often talk about that it creates a roadmap so that people can see where they're going, how they're going to get there, and can get excited about the outcome at the end, or even the process therefore. And so one of the really important things, though, is to help people really break down and identify what those goals are. And that also allows you, as the coach, to reinforce them as they're going through that and help them celebrate their progress as well, versus kind of having an all or nothing type of thing. And this is actually one of my favorite processes to do with clients because you kind of kind of break it down and, and help them figure out what they actually want. So today we're going to break down uh, the different things that we see, the different way we break it down, and the, the different ways that you can very clearly define it so the client and you as a coach know exactly when, how, where, all this works together. And so at my gym, uh, my partner and I, Nate, uh, we still see a lot of the new people, everyone new that comes into the door. The door. And so this is a big part of it, and this is, this is very important for you to really get down. So some of the examples, we have people come in and they're either super vague, they have conflicting goals, they're unrealistic, or they're just confused with those goals. So we're gonna break down some different examples for each one of these. So the super vague one, and this is one that we see a lot because a lot of people come in and they're, they're saying stuff that, you know, they've, they've heard on TV, one of their friends says that it's just kind of a safe answer. They're like, well, I want to be healthy. And so, which is great, um, but the way to really break that down, we do two things. We either have them define or we ask why. So we're going back and forth between those two so we can really break that down. So if someone comes in, they're like, hey, I want to be healthy. I'm like, that's great. Health is a great goal. But what does that mean to you? And so they'll start breaking things down of like, well, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm about 20 pounds overweight. Um, I've had some blood work. My cholesterol is high. I have some knee pains. So this is great. Like I'm taking notes through all of this because this is how I'm going to tailor their approach for how the coach that's working with them is going to take. So what they're doing 
nutrition-wise, what they're doing supplement-wise, what they're doing training-wise, all these different pieces. And the more information we can gather here, the more clearly that we can go, the better it's going to be. It's a great way also to like listen to the words they use, right? And then use those again when you're kind of talking about those goals because then it automatically resonates with them. Yeah, it's a great point. And that's why we actually, um, in our certification, we call it weight loss behavior coaching. And I don't particularly like saying weight loss because I'm like, well, you want to put on muscle, you want to lose fat, but that's just more the trainer talking. Most of the people that come in, they're saying weight loss. So if someone comes in and is like, my goal is for weight loss, I'm going to say weight loss back. If they say fat loss, I'm saying fat loss. Like I'm using those words so we can connect and they can understand and get them the feeling that I'm actually listening to what they're saying. And so, okay, they're like, I want to lose weight. Perfect. Um, now we need, to, we need to clarify that because we're like, well, how much weight do you want to lose? And they're like, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. Great. Like, what time frame do you want to lose that in? Because at the same time with this, you know, super vague, we don't want to also make it unrealistic too. If they're like, I want to lose 20 pounds over the next month. We're like, well, you know, that is possible, but that's not a good long-term goal. And we're not um, here just to have quick fixes. We're here to try to figure out a plan for you to sustain for the rest of your life. So we're breaking that down. And then when we get to the why section of that, it's like, okay, why do you want to lose the 20 pounds? Um, and then we get different answers like, well, you know, I want to be able to keep up with my kids as they age. And some of these why answers are, are great motivators because for people to stay on a track that is, you know, working out regularly, making healthier choice options with food, like sometimes it's not the easiest thing to do because we have so many other options of doing nothing or eating some junk food. And so you have some of these motivators of like, hey, you're doing this so you can keep up with your kids, so you can be for your kids as they get older. And so if you have these motivators, it helps with that training process along the way. So it's not only knowing exactly where they want to go, but why their motivators, what motivators they have behind it. And that's a key to motivation in general. You know, we hear a lot about lack of willpower, lack of motivation, but oftentimes poor motivation can be paired with the fact that the reason that why I'm doing it, I'm not connecting with. So I'm not real motivated to finish it. It's kind of like, I don't know, if you're in school and somebody told you to get a great grade and you just didn't like the topic, it's just not that exciting to go get that great grade or study a little extra hard. So when we're thinking about these kind of goals and what people want, those words, the things that they want to feel and experience once they've hit that goal or as part of that goal can be real key ties to keep them motivated and important to reintroduce as you're following their progress in goals um, and reaching those goals. The next one we're going to jump to is the conflicting ones. And sometimes I'll see this, and this is, I see this a lot with people who are already training and some people like when I work with different coaches and stuff like that, they want it all. They're like, all right, I want to put on muscle, I want to lose body fat. I want to be better at Olympic lifting and I want to get my fastest mile time ever. And I'm like, that's awesome that you want to prove all these things. Um, but we need to find one, you know, one, what's our major one? Like the, the biggest one I see is like, all right, I want to put on muscle and I want to lose body fat. And most of the people that are listening to this um, probably have experience working with people. And if you have someone that's brand new, so their, their, their training age is zero, that means they haven't been training or doing much um, to start off with or in the past then you can see some of these newbie gains where someone comes in like, look, they're getting stronger, they're losing some body fat, they're putting on some muscle. But then there's a pretty hard plateau of where we need to pick what route they really want. Because our training, our supplementation, especially our nutrition, a lot of these things are gonna be determined on what that primary goal is. So if they're like, okay, I wanna get leaner. I'm like, okay, that's gonna be a different plan than I wanna put on muscle. And so it's, it's good to set those, those 
this is a specific goal, here's the timeline we're going to do it in. And then once we hit that timeline at the end of that, then we can reassess. And so it's a lot of going on this journey with them. If taking them to where they want to go, reassess, and then replan what the next goal is. And I think it's important with that, in, you know, and you alluded to that too, is I'm not throwing out all of your goals, but we're just going to tackle one at a time as it makes sense to. Sometimes you can hit a couple at a time, but it's, it's kind of moving away from that all or nothing approach, that I have to nail all of this in the next month or I have to change everything in my life. What are those key things that I really want to do and how are we getting there? And then once I hit that, I can scaffold or add on other types of, of goals and objectives. And this is another great example of how we can become the ultimate coach in the sense of referring out. So I had a girl that came in and she's like, I want to lose body fat and I want to be, uh, improve my Olympic lifts. And I went over her Olympic lifts and they weren't really that impressive. So she was kind of a newbie trainer. So can we lose body fat and get better at Olympic lifting? Yes. But that's where I refer it out to, like, there's a guy in town that's really good at Olympic lifting. I'm like, you need to go set up some times with him because that's more learning technique than it is with uh, what we're doing, food, supplement. Um, so that's just a very specific training things. And then I can work on these other goals of the body composition. So some of these can work together. We just got to make sure that they're not opposing because what we'll see in the example of put on muscle, lose fat, uh, you see a lot of people week to week, they're like, all right, I want to put on some muscles. So they're trying to, you know, they're eating a little bit more, they're training a little bit more and they're like, oh, I'm getting a little soft now. I want to get leaner. So it's just back and forth week to week of like, put on muscle, lose fat, put on muscle, lose fat. When at the end of the 12 weeks, they're like, they didn't really gain much with that. So really clarifying that because you want to set the expectations up for your client because if it's 12 weeks later and they haven't accomplished anything, but it's really them kind of yo-yoing back and forth, then you didn't really set up those expectations earlier on and they're going to be frustrated and they're going to go train somewhere else. Um, the unrealistic one. The beauty with this one, I'm actually seeing less and less of this, but you do have some people coming in here with like very aggressive weight loss goals. They, you know, they got a wedding coming up in two months and they want to lose 30 pounds. And so a lot of this is just having the talks of, do you want this in just two months or do you want this to be better for the rest of your life? And really breaking that down. And most people will come to the conclusion of, yes, you know, let's see how much we can do healthy in that time frame, And then also build on that for the rest of the life because that's ultimately what's important. Yeah, and that's a great example too of it does it have to be that 30 pounds or if we get to 22 or 23, are you going to feel better, or look better for the wedding and you're still progressing for that lifestyle change? And this confused one is, it's interesting because, you know, I had a woman that came and she's like, you know, I want to lose, when I lose 10 pounds, I'll be happy. I'm like, it, it doesn't work that way. Um, but, you know, I'm still going to help you with your training, your nutrition, everything we're doing. Um, and what's funny is like, you know, three weeks later, she came in and she was doing really good with stuff. She lost her 10 pounds and she's like, okay, once I lose 10 more pounds, I'll be happy. And so it's, it's, it's clear having these conversations with these people of like, it doesn't work that way. Now that doesn't mean I'm not going to work with that person because some of this is just overall mindset and mindset's not something that's going to just change like that. It's more of like you're planting the seeds, you're nurturing those and, and you, you're educating them over time. Like when we do assessments for our clients, we do assessment across a wide spectrum. We're, we're going on stress management. We are checking on happiness, relationships, a lot of these different things. Because we don't want people to come in their primary goal to lose weight. It's just, you know, they lose weight, but everything else gets worse. You know, we want to help them lose weight, but we want the rest of their life and everything else in it to improve as well. So we're looking at all these different components. And some of that just takes a little bit of time of, of, of nurturing and educating those clients. 
And also remember that like that happiness one is a great example of sometimes people come in with that because if you look at the media, if you look at the fitness industry, if you just look at marketing in general, we see a lot of these visuals, these commercials, these ads that are just insinuating that you're unhappy because you've got this extra weight. And then of course they show the visual of the person that's leaner and less weight and they seem happier and they're doing more fun things. And so people are cognitively having that paired for years and years and years. So part of what we're doing is we're also trying to reconnect some of that. that Losing that weight, feeling better, having your clothes fit better, that might contribute to my happiness, and it is part of that. And then also, hanging out with my friends more, doing more activities that I feel comfortable with now, are also going to, which then strengthens my relationships, and then so on and so forth. So, kind of just to recap everything we went over, we're going from this, what we typically hear, we're asking a lot of why, and kind of define that, so we can get very specific and targeted um, goals. So, we're both on the same page of like which direction we're going. And so really that timeline, we need to be realistic, we need to be clear, uh, we need to make sure it's overall health, and then we need to, we need to monitor this. And this is what's important, and, and a lot of this is de determined on what you have access to. Like we have a 3D scanner um, that does body fat measurements, and that's good for some people. Um, I still do some old school calipers with people. Um, some people we just check weight, so it's, it's very important that you have, um, you, you establish what the, the time frame is, what their measurements are, and you're, you're both clear on exactly what you need to be doing week to week. Yeah, and also thinking about how those measurements and those behaviors um, coalesce with your timelines. So in other words, we may have somebody increase water, increase protein for the first few weeks and then add more and more different behaviors each week or each month. So it's also helping people understand that, hey, let's get a new habit or a new behavior down for a while and then we'll start to add on. And then how are we measuring all of those? So again, as I said earlier, is then how, how can I help them celebrate the small gains that are leading up to that large gain? So make sure you have clear goals with all your clients. That's all we have for today. See you next time.